And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's totally terrific, totally transforming, totally triumphant Tuesday as we find unity from the Father, through the Son, and by the Holy Spirit, all for the glory of God Almighty. First, the Apostle Paul writes that he is shocked that people are turning away so soon from God. The reason that Paul is shocked is that God is a God of love and mercy. The irony is that these people turning away are not doing so because they're unworthy. It's because they, actually, it's because the love and mercy of God are not enough to feed their flesh. Uh Uh-oh, wait a minute. What do you mean, Dave? In fact, this entire epistle, Galatians, revolves around the difference between the old man and the new man. So guess which one God prefers. Next, this portion of Scripture could easily be understood as the gospel in a verse. When you get into that, it states that God shares eternal life, which he gives through Christ. You know by now that I love theology in a variety of ways, but I also love the power of the simplicity of the gospel. And Paul in 2 Corinthians 11.3 was concerned that people would be removed from the simplicity of the gospel. Here it is. God shares eternal life and gives the sharing and eternal life through Jesus. Like, oh, that is just so good. And then finally, Paul then chastises the church by informing them that they're following a different gospel. What? A gospel that pretends to be the true gospel. But it is not the true gospel. This should be a significant warning to every Christian. There are false gospels. There are false proclamations of God's truth and the good news. There are false messiahs and false Jesuses. The only way to distinguish what is false is to know what is true. That's why the scripture says, don't be deceived. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience. Local, national, and heavenly talk is what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing politics, entertainment, and current events, personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. Hold on, let me check. Oh, it's still working. david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you do that, when you call that, you will end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid, a dynamite. Dynamite. 
All right, let me tell you how good it is to talk to Dynamite D. Just want you people to understand how good it is. Talking to Dynamite D is like sitting in a jacuzzi during a sunset on your first day of vacation. Hmm. That sounds very good, Dave. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and the jets are rolling and in your back, and you're like going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's what it's like to talk to Dynamite D. Now, maybe you've got a question. Maybe you've got a comment. Maybe you've got a thought. Maybe you've got an opinion. That is fantastic. This is a great venue to share that. Here's what we're trying to tell you. We follow Hebrews 3.13 and Hebrews 10.25, encouraging one another as we see the return of Jesus Christ getting closer and closer. So that's the goal. Doesn't mean you can't share. Doesn't mean you can't share concerns. But it's not just a place to complain. There's plenty of places like that. And we support the majority of them, although some of them, not on this station, some on other stations. eh. But the bottom line is we want to encourage and bless one another because in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, uh, and at the time of sleep, there's always bad news being thrown at us. What we'd like to do is just remember that the gospel is good. Good news. And that's an important part of how we exist. Here's your trivia question. You guys should be able to get this one. Who was exiled as an apostle to an island? Who was exiled to an island? Which person was that? Here's your only hint for those that remember the song. The, though his name is the same, this apostle, apostle wasn't big or bad. Big, bad. Okay, got to leave it right there. <laughs> I love that part. All right, so prior, uh, let's see, Joanne and Cordelia got the uh, pow-pow. This time, Ginny gets the pow-pow. People are rolling. Here we go. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, by the way, 972 that's 972-445-0770 plus. You can text us at 214-210-8483 plus. You can send an email, David, at he must increase dot org. Okay? So we've already prayed for people. When we had Samson call in, if you've got something specific, don't hesitate to reach out to us by prayer, by a prayer request or a praise report on the website. We're there for you. We'll be glad to pray for you. We think that's super important for everybody to support one another, stand by one another, and love one another. Okay? That's the way that we do it. Don't forget uh, two major things. One, the show is a cross between Steve Martin, Sean Hannity, and Focus on the Family. And number two, and something that Rosalind pointed out that was really a good point, and that is, I don't say it enough, is our show where our desire is to be spirit-led and Bible-grounded, okay? So we are grounded in the Word of God, but we want the Holy Spirit to lead and guide and direct us, or at least don't let me go out too deep on a tangent, which I do anyway. All right, so uh, let's go into the Word of God. We're going to go into Galatians. We are are visiting on Tuesdays in and out of Galatians because it's kind of fun. And here we are at Galatians chapter 1, and we're at verse 6, and you have to just appreciate the, the straightforwardness of Paul when he's, uh, when he's uh, being directed by the Holy Spirit to communicate to a church. Here's what he says in verse 6. I am shocked that you are turning away so soon from God, who in his love and mercy called you. Now just stop right there. I know it's called you to show Just what? I am shocked that you are turning away so soon from God. And there are people, we got somebody calling in and we're going to bring them in, but there are people that the Lord has done tremendous, graceful, powerful, 
movements in their life, and they quickly turn when they don't get what they want. We're going to talk about that when we uh, finish this call. First, we're going to take the call, send him on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Well, hi, David. It's Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. We had to put Levi down on Sunday, so that's very sad. And I'm Aww. doing a lot better, but Noelle's not doing that great, and she really needs prayer. So I just want everybody okay. to be praying for her. That'd be really important, especially because then we're going on a trip later this uh, week uh, to go see her sister. So it's kind of like doubling up on her. So I don't think that's good. Um, all right. Um. Here we go. Who was exiled, apostle-wise, to an island? Oh, John? That is correct, Amanda! It was John! That's why I said he wasn't big or he wasn't bad because of that old song, Big Bad John. You know, it's like that one, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, excellent job. How are you doing, by the way? How are you feeling? Um, I'm doing good, actually. I'm doing much better. Awesome. Um, you know, hopeful that I'll get even better. Yeah, uh, we're gonna never stop. Pr- we're never gonna stop praying for you. So you know that everybody in the audience loving on you, praying for you continually. Okay. And I thank everybody, and I pray for everybody too. Thank you so much for doing that. It's so so needed. Thank you for being a blessing. All right. Well, thank you for being a blessing, and y'all have a good afternoon. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, let's go back into the text. Excellent job by Deborah. Always does an excellent job. Never even have to worry about that. So I just want to go back to this thing because Paul's saying, like, I'm shocked. <laughs> I, I, see, I, 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 I think, what do you, do you have the ESV? I don't know. Is that the ESV that you have right there? I can't remember. Yeah, now. it is. Yep. What is that? What's that first line, the very first? I am amazed or I am confounded. What's, what is he saying on that one? I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and turning to a different gospel. Okay, so, I mean, it's like, it's an amazement. It's a, it's a quandary. It's like, what, 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 where are you going? Where are you going? I am shocked. I am amazed. I am confounded. I am, I am perplexed. That's another translation. I am perplexed. That you're turning away so soon from God, who in his love and mercy called you to share the eternal life he gives through Christ. So I want you to see that, first of all, this is the gospel in a verse right here. Can't miss this, right? God in his love and mercy called us to share eternal life. How do we get that? Through Christ. Got that? Everybody see that? I want to make sure you see it. So just rearrange whatever your translation, just circle the necessary words so you can know what's going on here. There's another verse that shows you the gospel. God, because of his love and mercy, called us to share eternal life, to participate in, to be involved in eternal life, and he gives this to us through Jesus Christ. That is the gospel. Okay? But Paul... Because okay, we're going to break down the other the other gospel thing in a second. But Paul is like, where are you going? When you said yes to Jesus, you said yes because, first of all, it's the greatest deal ever that could ever be ever imagined. Let's see. 
I, with my weighty, dirty, muddy, disgusting sin, get to take all of that and give that to Jesus, and then he, in his perfect righteousness and eternal life, gives what he has to me, and I hold my hand out to him, he holds his hand out to me, I surrender to him as the Lord and the King of the universe, he gives me all the gifts he has and then takes away all of my yuck. And for me, my part is to believe. What? That is a smoking deal. Let me get this right. I get eternity with God that's fantastic, and I don't have to pay for all the dumb things I've done from the eternal perspective. Okay. <laughs> I just want to say, okay, okay, okay. Why? Because it's the best deal ever. It's so awesome. It's fantastic. It's like, what? And Paul is like, where are you going to go that's got a better opportunity for you to have eternal life? Where else you go? Even Jesus said to his disciples, you know, are you leaving too? And the disciples said, where else would we go to find the words of life? And that's exactly what Paul's communicating through the Holy Spirit. Where are you going to go? Where else are you going to go? So we're going to take our break, and then we're going to come back, and then we'll get into the next segment of things. So hang in there. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. there. It's Amazing Jennifer, and I am helping out the David Spoon Experience. As you may know, I basically run the KAAM radio station. Amazing! And Dr. Dave is looking for a few good people to join and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of this here radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Well, the truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have all you need to be a part of this ministry. But Jennifer, don't I need to be perfect? (laughs) No. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Just fill out the form and we will reach out to you. But sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. You are on your own with that. The David Spoon Experience. Again, Dr. Robert Jeffress. Doctor, are you there with us? I'm here with you, David. Uh, I'm so glad that you're here. I got to ask you this question. I'm, 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 you know, I, I get a little fiery, especially when uh, Christians are being accused of things that are uh, false, and that happens all the time, especially in the media. And I think you're, if you remember our very first time we ever talked, I told you how impressed I was with you that you are able to keep your uh, spirit steady. <laughs> well, I appreciate that so much. You're a good friend. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Here's the thing that drives me absolutely batty, which is where I need your help now. Uh, I understand this uh, situation with uh, with Tim Tebow. He was going to do a dedication for you. He got a lot of pressure, apparently, from the media. The media accused you of being uh, uh, homophobic and anti-Semitic, which for me, I mean— 
it was, it was, I guess when I first heard it, I was overwhelmed. First of all, anti-Semitic is a person who discriminates against or is prejudiced or hostile towards Jews. You've been on my show. Now, this is three time, and I'm as Jewish as they come. Yeah, well, David, I mean, the charge of anti-Semitic comes from saying that everyone, including Jews, must trust in Christ in order to go to heaven. Uh, that is hardly anti-Semitic. In fact, I have a Jewish friend in New York who called me this week. She's not a Christian, but she said, I don't understand all of this. said, I don't believe in the New Testament, but you do. You're simply saying what the New Testament says. And, you know, David, we've said before, you know, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And I remind people, Jesus was was not a Southern Baptist evangelist. He was a Jewish rabbi. And yet you look at what he said, what the Apostle Paul said, the Apostle Peter. Here are the three most prominent men of the New Testament, every one of them a devout Jew, and yet they said there's one way to God, and that's through faith in Christ. That is not anti-Semitic. If Jesus oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Well, before we do our trivia, we have somebody who has called in because they want to tell a dad joke, and we are going to give them that opportunity because we are that weird. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Brother David, Dr. Spoon, this is B-Rad. B-Rad. How you doing, Bradley? How are you, sir? I'm doing fine, sir. Hey, I've got one of the two Bibles delivered. I'm working on Mr. Ayala, and I should get that to him soon enough. But I'm, And I'm also sorry to hear about your dog, brother. I appreciate that. I've been that. there, done that. I appreciate that. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. That's very nice yeah, of you. Yeah, it's it, not easy. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. All right. So so, so here... <laughs> Yeah, okay, here's here's a dad joke for you. Okay. Why did the why did the Samaritan fall into the well? Why did the Samaritan fall into the well? Why? Because he couldn't see that well. <laughs> I'm gonna give you an eight point five. That's pretty good right there. He cannot see that well. That's a good line right there. Good job, Brad. Very nice. All right, brother. I love it. I, I won't call in with any more ridiculous no, You can jokes call in. If you've got good jokes, I'm with it. You can do it, okay? <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you, bro. God bless you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Brad coming in with a good joke. That's a good one. I liked it. Yeah. That was a good one. He could not see that well. <laughs> it's going to be better than the ones I'm going to do in about five minutes. I can promise you that. So you better start laughing because the other jokes that are coming, they're not as funny. Okay. Down here from there. It's going to go in the well from there right there. All right. All right, let's do our trivia question, our next trivia question. You ready? Okay. <laughs> this is so funny. All right. I won't even tell you why it's funny. Here's the question. What problem did Bartimus have that Jesus fixed? What problem? problem did Barnabas have that Jesus fixed? Here's your hint. He did not have a ditch company. <laughs> Let's see if you can figure out that hint. That's actually a really good hint. What problem did Barnabas have that Jesus fixed? Uh, I'll tell you one thing Barnabas didn't have was a ditch company. Get it? All right. All right. Uh, if you think you know the answer, people are like going, what? Where are we? What are we doing? Believe me, you'll understand when I give the the fill-in. Uh, call 972-445-0770. 
That's if you have an answer to that. Good job, Brad. That was really good. Also, uh, you can text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemusincrease.org. So uh, Barnabas had a title or kind of a thing that went with him, not really a title, a description. And so we're asking, what was it that Jesus uh, did? What problem did he have that Jesus fixed? And then your hint is to keep in mind that he did not have a ditch, you know, you know, you know, what did it say? Digging a ditch. He did not have a ditch company. Okay, there you go. All right. <laughs> it's funny when we get there. In the meantime, let's do these jokes, okay? Uh, there's only a couple of them, so you don't have to get real mad or upset, but you got to do it, so it uh, might as well just get over it. Okay, in lieu of uh, this, uh, some of the better uh, superhero television or movies that have been coming out. Here's one. Do you know what the Black Panther movie, where the Black Panther movie is talked about in the Bible? Do you know where the Black Panther movie is talked about in the Bible? Here's the answer. When Jesus was able to Wakanda water. Mission failed. We'll get him next time. Wakanda water? Come on! That's not bad, is it? Wakanda water. That's not bad, Dave. That's not bad. All right. Do you know why the gates of heaven are always left open? Uh, Because Jesus was born in a barn. Holy Jesus. See, that's funny. What is that? (laughs) Okay. Two more and then we'll quit. Listen to this one. This is a great one. And don't get offended. These are jokes. What sport did Jesus play? Lacrosse. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Wow. And wait, this is a great, this is my favorite joke for for quite some time. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Who's there? Jesus Christ, and I'm coming to save you. Save me from what? For whatever I'm going to do to you if you don't let me in. All right, just right there. Those are pretty interesting, Dave. <laughs> That's right, folks. Nobody said it would be a walk in the park. I beg your promise. Pardon. No, it's a beg your pardon. I didn't promise you a rose garden. I like those. That's funny. Those that one is funny. Got to have a little sense of humor sometimes. What problem did Barnabas have that Jesus fixed? What was his struggle that Jesus fixed. If you think you know, 972-445-0770 plus 214-210-8483 is the text on David at he must increase.org. I want to go back to this because, you know, after I said it, I thought about it. Like after I speak it and then I think about it, and that happened right in this uh, little text right here. Listen to what he says and something that I want to really focus in on. Uh, Paul saying, I am shocked that you are turning away so soon from God, who in his love and mercy— called you to share the eternal life he gives through Christ. So we already said that's the gospel in the verse, but you know, if you really get into this, and uh, um, do me a favor, D, read just the first uh, half verse of your ESV version. And, and what verse, Dave? Uh, on the same one, Galatians chapter 1, verse 6. The I am astonished part? Yep. Okay, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and turn into a different gospel. Okay, let's stop right there. So in the in the ESV, it'll use the grace. In this particular translation, it used love and mercy. And this is what I want you to get. God called you and called your name and drew close to you by his grace. So what is grace? It's unmerited favor. What is mercy? Mercy is not getting what you 
deserve, you should get, like punishment, then you don't get it, that's mercy. So grace is getting something. Mercy is not getting something. Grace is getting something that's good. Mercy is not getting something that's bad, right? So it's kind of like the great way to understand. It's not the only way, but it's a good way. And so what you need to grasp and what I need to grasp is that God operates in grace and mercy and in his love. And these are things that God drew you in by. Now, there's a 500 scriptures that can back this, and, and, and so I'm using this as kind of a launching pad. But in God's grace and mercy, or God's love and mercy, or God's kindness, and that's really what the word is in the Greek, by the way, kindness, is he, he pulls you towards him. God didn't pull you towards him because he's mean, but he pulled you towards him because he loves you. And what we don't see, because we walk in the flesh more than we should, is kind of like where Eve was at in the garden, it's not enough. I want the shiny fruit, too. In other words, we, it, we don't find satisfaction there because we're walking in another place where we want something to feed into the flesh more. And so God pours his grace and mercy into our lives, and yet there's something else we want. For many people, it's money, fame, power, a house, cars, whatever they are, whatever that object is, whatever it is that could, uh, that could quench an appetite and that is pleasing to the eye. And that's sin operating in you. So don't, don't try and... Don't try and make it less than it is. And so why I find this astounding is that you almost, well, you don't think, you, you just wonder, but Paul could have said, hey, you're going to desert God? Okay, well, have fun in hell. It's like you almost think he could have said that. Said, God doesn't give up on people that quickly. I would, but God doesn't. And it's like, God is like, it's his love and his mercy and his grace and his kindness and forgiveness and all these things that have brought you in. How is that not enough? And it's only not enough when you're in the I need flesh feeding stuff mode. It is enough. And he drew you in. And that's part of the astonishment that, that is spoken of in Scripture. How can, how can somebody loving you endlessly, caring about you, making sure that you are protected in ways you can't imagine, pouring out grace upon you that you don't deserve, giving you mercy that you should get slammed for and judgment for, giving all those things for you, how is that insufficient for us? It's because sometimes the appetites that we have are sinful. I say, yeah, I don't know. I, it's amazing how much we talk about sin on this show. It's the one thing you cannot say. We don't talk about sin. There's always forgiveness, and we, there's forgiveness for the, ch the church that, that they're being written to, and he's going to tell them, stand fast in the faith and so on and so forth. That's not the, that's not the thing I'm focusing in on. What I'm focusing in on is the love, the grace, the mercy— the kindness, the forgiveness, the compassion of God is sufficient. God's grace is sufficient. If it's not, there is something deeply wrong with us, not with God. Man, no wonder there's an astonishment that we abandon. 
man, we got to live this life better. I don't care. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon experience? The Lord is good to me, and so I thank the Lord for giving me the things I need. The sun and rain and an apple seed, yes, he's been good to me. No, there's a lot of cholesterol and lard. <laughs> I'm losing it here. What? The lard? What is that guy? Where is he from? <laughs> the David Spoon Experience. What is the David Spoon Experience, you say? I'll put it to you like this. Do you love a good joke that's pretty bad? What do you call an animal that doesn't practice what it preaches? A hippocritopotamus. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Do you love being able to ask questions, comments, or having someone to pray for you? If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want it to have a chance. And last but not least, do you love some trivia? All right, we got our trivia question. Uh, who made clothes out of leaves that were sewed together? Somebody want to answer the trivia question? Oh, okay, hold on. Hold on. Here you go. Here you go. This is David. Who am I talking to? We're talking to Mary. This is Al. This is Brother Ace. This is Eric. This is Deborah. Now, if that doesn't make you curious, maybe you should tune in and check it out for yourself. Think of me as the big brother that won't go away. <laughs> That's me. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience weekdays at 1.30 p.m. on 770 KAAM. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where Dynamite D is right. This second hour always starts to blow. It's just like, vroom, 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 vroom. over. Pretty impressive car sound. Yeah, that's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here is your trivia question. This is a great trivia question can i say that oh i gotta answer the prior trivia question oh see see how i got so caught up in the teaching 
I did. I got so caught up in the teaching. I was like, I could have just, okay. So let me give you the prior, okay? What problem did Barnabas have that Jesus fixed? He was blind. It was blind Barnabas, which is why I said he could not have a ditch company because Jesus said the blind will lead the blind into a ditch. See? (laughs) See, That makes sense now. That's right. That's how my mind works. Isn't that sad? All right, let's see if you can pick up on this one. This is a classic one. Which disciple took the gospel to the city of Samaria? Now, wait. It is a type of screwdriver. (laughs) There you go. Come on. There you go. Come on. You got to be able to get that. Which disciple took the gospel to Samaria? It's a type of screwdriver. If I don't get props for that hint, I, I, I mean, that's a great one. That's a great hint. Uh, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. So that was nice of Brad to call and share a joke, and he's trying to get uh, the uh, study Bible to Abraham. So that's good. So hang in there. Brother, it's getting to you. It's getting to you. He'll get it to you, I promise. Uh, somebody is calling because that is a good hint. And you got to tell me. Come on. All right, send him on through. Send him on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing all right, Gary. How are you feeling today? Well, I'm doing. I'm making it. I'm all right. Making it is better than not making it. So sometimes yeah, right. you got to stand in there, right? <laughs> That's just a fact. All right, my friend, this is a good question, but the hint probably helped a little on this one. Which disciple took the gospel to the city of Samaria? Philip. That is correct, Amundo! And I want to point out that every person who responded on the text got it correct. (laughs) I think think a type of screwdriver was a pretty good hint. Yeah, that was a good hint. It was. Let me pray over you, my brother, because I love you in the Lord and just want the Lord to bless you. Let's pray. Father, just lift up Gary to you and ask you to bring healing into his body, into his mind, into his body, into his heart, into his blood system. We pray that you would give him energy and strength and that he would find movement easier, just any kind of movement easier, and that you would pour in your comfort into him and he would just know that that touch comes from you and that he can always count on you and rely on you. We lift him up before you, and as our brother, we ask you to bless our brother. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Amen. Thank you very much, and I'll continue to pray for all of you. Thank you, bro. God bless you. All right. Excellent job. All right. So I do need to send you up to the website still because I have not done that. And I'm going to send you the website and tell you two really important things. Number one, don't forget the ambassador program. So uh, we got uh, Rosalind working on different brochures. We do have some new brochures that are up there. They're, they're just, a, just to give you an idea of what things are going around. Plus, there's three other sets of brochures. Plus, there's bumper stickers if you want those or business cards if you want those. We send them all free. We don't charge any money for any of that. There's nothing uh, to that. So we encourage you to check that on the website. Plus, on the website, it's a place to give. And I don't blame you if you don't want to give. I mean, that's uh, if you're in a tough position. But if you're going to invest in the kingdom of God through this show, we're going to give you something special. We're going to give you a big, fat thank you. That's that's all you get. You're getting a thank you and a receipt. Okay. That's what you get. 
because we're just trying to take the show and minister to people and love on people best we can. And who doesn't need it? I need it, and I just assume everybody else who's a Christian needs it too. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. <laughs> What's so funny about Jennifer doing the sounds, I just want to point this out, is she knows, most of us know that commercial so well. <laughs> it's just like you hear it and then you think, I'm 10. <laughs> That's what it's like. So I just really appreciate that she does it. That's funny. I mean, that, that doesn't make you smile. There's, there might be something wrong. All right, we'll do the uh, uh, history in the next segment because this is tough. How do I say that? Any tougher than this is tough, okay? All right. This is the same the same verse a little further on technically. So uh, it's actually verse 7-ish and 8-ish. It, the, the blend in the, the Greek is interesting. But, okay, so here's Paul. I'm shocked that you are turning away so soon from God who in his love and mercy called you to share the eternal life he gives through Christ. You are already following a different way that pretends to be the gospel, but is not the gospel at all. Now, let's use a, a secondary verse. That's why I got you the ESV, just so you can know, so I can have that. So can you do a read on that little portion I just read with just that little portion of uh, you are following a, a different gospel or a different way, just before verse 7, or at verse 7, that's fine. Okay, verse 7 says, Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. Is that okay, it? yeah, that's it. That's all I need you to read. So here's what you got to pick up on. There is a gospel that is absolutely true. It is good news, and there is no question about it. But then there's the distorted gospel, which is not true. What this means, and when we get into the rest of this text and later in Galatians, you find out Paul doesn't pull any punches. He curses. He's just like, well, you're not supposed to do that. Well, tell that to the Holy Spirit because this is what's coming down. When the message of Jesus Christ is perverted, there is cursing flying from on high. You could say whatever you want. And people that take bits and pieces of the gospel and then change it, for, I don't know, LBQTURS, XYZ, whatever, or Earth Firsters, or any of that stuff, they are perverting the gospel of Jesus Christ. I can't, I don't know, I, I don't know that it can be said differently. It's another gospel, a false gospel. Do you hear that? It's a false gospel. Now, we got somebody calling in. We may be able to take the call. It depends on what it is that they want to share. Here's what I want you to catch, okay? Because this particular version, this is the uh, living, the New Living Translation, the NLT. The reality check in this process is that there is the gospel and fake gospels. The gospel puts all of the redeeming work through Jesus Christ. A fake gospel 
requires certain acts of service, giving, or flesh feeding. In other words, it's a requirement to accept a different form of the gospel. Think of the gospel, okay? Think of the gospel, right? As uh, Think of the gospel as uh, pure or like water. And then somebody comes along with 10 different colors of dye and squirts it in the water. It is no longer clear. It is now stained. It is now marked. It is now disfigured. It is now colored in the wrong direction. And that's not supposed to be in the gospel at all. The gospel should be clear. And Paul is, there's no, there's no reservation. And keep in mind, it's not Paul who's writing. It's the Holy Spirit using Paul. And he's just saying, you know, you, there's, there's people that pretend that they're doing this gospel. It's a distorted gospel, not even the real thing. And people are gravitating to it. Now, the reason that we believe as, as people that study Scripture that this gospel that these people are promoting has to do with a little more of a works-oriented and flesh-oriented mentality is what he has to say in the rest of the text, okay? There's this uh, one distorted gospel. is like you cannot get saved unless your works are equal to the gospel. Hey, here's a message for you. I just want you to understand and appreciate it. Your works will never be equal to the gospel, ever. Not the level of the gospel. You can attain to grow and develop, but you will never be as perfect as the work of Jesus Christ in your works. That's just absurdity. Does that mean that you uh, have to sin? No, it doesn't mean that. But even in your possible perfection from this point on, you've already sinned prior. You're nothing like Jesus. So it's just like, so that's done. And then there's another, whole other group that's being addressed here, and that's people that take the gospel and throw whatever they want into it and then call it the gospel. Oh, it could be the gospel, but you can sleep with anybody. You can do whatever you want. You want to know why? Because Jesus will forgive you, so it won't matter. Do whatever you want to do. Send your brains out. Go for it. Yay! It's like, nope, doesn't work that way. That's not how it works. That's a perverted gospel. And that gospel and its followers, the perverted one, are cursed. Sorry, I'm not going to apologize for the word of God. Because the truth of the matter is that the purity of the gospel is Jesus Christ. And everybody that wants to say Jesus and has blown it before they start. Okay? Take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This is really important stuff, so I don't want to, by any means, fail to communicate it. So I'm going to kind of run it back through so you can follow it and just pick up on a point or two. Uh, As they rode, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? Uh, You can, Philip answered, if you believe with all your heart. And the eunuch replied, I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So he can, right? So he ordered the carriage to stop, and they went down to the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. And I want to just this, is, and then I got one more point. That's why I split it up this way. 
Here's the thing, and I know it's ridiculous to say, but I'm going to say it to you, and it's important for you to recognize. There's a lot of trials going on right now in the world, in your life, in your family, in different people's lives. I understand it happens for me too, okay? I got a daughter who's going through the mill. I got a son who's recovering from COVID. You know, you've got all these things going on, and people that we love having a hard time going through the up and the down, and you know there's a lot of that stuff going on. I understand. But there is another part of me that also understands this text. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Why was he rejoicing? Because he's saved. That's why. And all the stuff that we go through, it's a drag. It's like, But there is coming this moment where the fullness of the redemption of the salvation that's been granted to us by grace, received by faith from the Father, through the Son, and by the Holy Spirit, we're going to get the fullness of that. We'll be dancing on streets of gold. There won't be any more pain. There won't be any more sorrow. There won't be any more memory of all of the ridiculousness. And it will be awesome. And if that's not a reason to rejoice, then we have lost our mind. We're going through a difficult spot, and not every spot's difficult, let's at least be honest. But if you're going through it for 60, 70, 80, 90, or 100 years, it has its moments. But there is a salvation that is eternal that doesn't have a limit to the number. And this is, and I'll still say that what what Rick Warren wrote in the – Purpose Driven Life, that first page is the best page of the entire book. You know, your your life is like a one-sixteenth or one-thirty-second of an inch on a hundred-mile-long piece of tape. That's what this life is. And it's important for us to understand that we have a cause for rejoicing. And for all of the pain and the sorrow, there is nobody that ought to rejoice more than us. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. We are on one of the finest radio stations, Christian radio stations in the country. Thank you very much. You say, you say that just because you're on it. Partly. <laughs> you like that answer? Partly. <laughs> <laughs> don't you would you rather be honest yeah, I mean, just be honest thing. i mean come on all right uh but it is great don is great that's what's amazing see what i he like is. about the station is that i you know i've talked to upper ups and in, in major corporations don owns the station it's like it's, it's so different a little different ain't it? he's yeah he's just yeah, he's cool that's great oh, anyway all right here you go if you guys if you went to easter you should easter service you should get this that's, that's a nice setup. If you didn't go, you have to think about it. What does the resurrection prove about what Jesus said? What does the resurrection prove about what Jesus said? All the things that he had to say, what does it prove? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at he must org. So think of all the things that Jesus said 
What does the resurrection prove? All right, in the meantime, we're going to do our history. Let's go. All right, unfortunately, day number two. So yesterday was National Hug-A-Dog Day, which was not great. And then today is National Pet Day, which is not a great Oh, man, back to back. I know, that's tough. So we're going to move on from there and just make everybody laugh about this. It's National Cheese Fondue Day. And if you've never had cheese fondue, I feel sorry for you. That's I've what never I'm... had that, day. Oh, that's heated cheese, and then you take – oh, you – oh, okay. Everybody no, – no, Explain it really quick, Dave. Okay, it's time. heated cheese. Yep. And you can take either bread, which is typically what you do, and you take a little kind of a kind of a half fork, and you dip it in the hot cheese, and then you eat it directly. I from, I had it before. That sounds pretty good. It's so good. <laughs> Making me hungry. Yeah, yeah. Come on. And then if you go to a fondue place, so no one I've been to like four different fondue places. It's the best. It's so good. Anyway. All right, uh, today is National Submarine Day. I don't know what to do with that because I don't have one. And it's National 8-Track Tape Day. Old school. Just a little. <laughs> Just a little. Just like back in the, in the Nintendo days when you had to pull it out and blow in it. <laughs> you do that with the 8-Tracks, too. Uh, okay, uh, 1921 on this day, so 102 years ago, the first sports broadcast on the radio took place. Wow. 102 years ago today. Also, 1947, Jackie Robinson is the first African-American to play in the modern-day Major League Baseball game. Definitely making an impression there. Uh, Additionally, on this day in 1970, uh, Apollo 13 is launched. Two days later, an oxygen tank exploded, leading to the famous expression, Houston, we have a problem here. The mission was to, to land on the moon was aborted. The crew was able to overcome limited power, loss of cabin heat, shortage of potable water, and the need to and they needed to make makeshift repairs to the carbon dioxide removal system. But then they did return to the Earth six days later. Okay, okay, all right. History, kind of cool, right? All right, so we do have somebody that ready to answer a trivia question. Let's send them on through. Knock knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Well, hello, Dr. David. This is Joy Ann sending you a hug. <laughs> Thank you, Joy Ann. I greatly, greatly appreciate that from, from you and Cordelia. Yeah. And thank you for your yeah. suggestion on the book. I really appreciate that as well. Oh, we we feel so tenderhearted for you and Noel and the loss of little Levi, 12 years. And I, I know that's very painful. So yep, yep. you will be in our prayers a lot this week. <laughs> I, I greatly appreciate it. So Noel's really catching the brunt of it now. I suspect that our mind yeah. will be a little worse when we get to Phoenix. So we'll see how that works out oh yes and thank you for letting us be in there with you i I do want to answer the trivia question but i I, could i say something about um the pets and the lord the way he preserves people and animals you know back in um august i believe it's august 1st i had um called in about our cat who escaped the vet when she came to euthanize her and um it was so funny eric had texted in to you to the show to give me this verse um psalm 36 6 and uh the first part says your righteousness is like the highest mountain your judgments like the deepest sea lord you preserve people and animals and the lord does love animals and he gives us these wonderful creatures to um 
you know, dote on, and they teach us lessons. I feel like in a way they preach to us, even though they don't have spirits like we do. So thank you for letting us be part of your um, sorrow. And um, and I, ultimately, uh, the cat did um, pass away at the end of September. And one thing that helped me is that I got to do a tribute over her. My husband videotaped me praying over her little lifeless corpse, and I had gotten a beautiful um, little blanket. It was white. It had a cross, and then it was fun building a grave for her and just flowers, a trellis. So <laughs> we went all out. I don't know where your little Levi is, if um, they buried him or if you buried him, but um, just having the opportunity to thank the Lord in a video tribute over county such a blessing to to me personally that's cool that that is very very cool so i mean i just will say i'm not gonna talk about what we did with levi i'm gonna kind of leave that but that's a, it's sure, noelle and sure. i did the same thing very we, private yeah yeah very very yes. but but i yes. really 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 appreciate that so just so you can know i think it's awesome and i okay. guess i'll get to the trivia <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah trivia. all right now here's the thing before you answer i want to broaden before you answer it i want to broaden this for you okay so i'm, I'm here to help okay. right all right of all the things Jesus said from Matthew, John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, beginning to end, what does the resurrection prove about all the things Jesus had to say? I, I'm hoping you're fishing for this as he's the Messiah, the Son of God. That is correct. So we're going to give you that one right there, but I want you to expand it. One of the things is that when somebody teaches or preaches, a great confirmation is that there's these power things. So it proves that the person speaking is speaking the truth. That is it right there! In other words, the resurrection proves that everything Jesus said was true. Everything he had to say. So it's like it's even more expansive. It's the It's like... Everything he had to say about people, about the heart, about everything. Everything Jesus said was true, and the resurrection backs that up. Amen. Isn't that and there's cool? there's a new book called—there's a book called Truth is Everything. I'm trying to remember the author. I think I heard it on Focus on the Family or Dr. Dobson, but um, it, it, it's— it, you know, expounds on that. So exactly. truth is wonderful. See, that's great. And that's what's great because every time you you every time you read something in scripture, anything in Matthew, anything in Mark, anything in Luke in general, I'm just saying in general, when you're reading it and you you hear Jesus say something, you can you can literally go, It's true. Jesus resurrected and that proves that what he says is true. It's just like so powerful. Yeah. It's like, okay, I, I get that. And it's not that the rest of it's not true. I don't want to misunderstand misunderstand between Acts and Revelation. That is also one hundred percent the word of God. But it gives validity and so in the old in the Acts, the validity came when they were, you know, casting out spirits and they were healing people and that the lame could walk. Jesus's validity, a resurrection. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> Okie dokie. I think we know where the level is on that one, right? It's like it was powerful as it gets. That's so oh, cool. Oh, well said, Dr. Spoon. Thank you. You're such an encouragement to us. Keep preaching truth like you are. I it's, appreciate it's, it. Uh, such a delicious show. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> that. That's we, great. We eat from it every day. Okay. Blessings. Love you all. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. 
What a great phone call from great people. Cordelia and Joanne are just absolutely a delight, just to let you guys know. In fact, so we only got a minute left. I'm going to, I'm going to, the very last part of this has to do with people twisting truth. I just want to reiterate what I said to Joanne and just make sure you understand that. Look, let's go back to the basics of this show. And this is one of our big premises. God created the universe. He can write a book. To that effect, on the website, you need to track it down under stir the spot or the spoon, the pot or something like that. There's a new thing on the website that will just absolutely, for those who really like it, will blow your mind. Put it up last night about 830. Uh, It's not my own material, but it's fantastic material, and you will understand what I'm talking about. But here's the bottom line. What Jesus had to say is true, and he came to give life. And if you don't have life, you need Jesus. I mean, you, you want to get the best bumper stick sticker in the world. It's just this. Ask Jesus to help. And you'll get it. Do you get that? All right. Be strong in the truth, immovable in the truth, because the truth sets you free. There you go. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Taking a 22-and-a-half-hour break, then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Most of my life, it feels like I've been the views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.